0: Welcome to MFC Worldwide, the weekly radio broadcast originating from MFC Ministries in Morgantown, West Virginia, USA, and featuring Apostle Joe Perosich and Pastor Rena Perosich. Join us now as we look into God's Word and learn how it still applies to our lives today. You can be set free. You can be healed. You can be blessed. You can be born again all through placing your faith and trust in Jesus Christ. And now for today's message from MFC Ministries on this edition of MFC Worldwide. I don't know how you can win without
1: God being number one. I mean, I couldn't. Maybe y'all really, really smart at it, but I couldn't do it. I kept getting losing, kept getting all beat up. I mean, I had to go after it to learn to win, and it's still a fight. I had to go after it. You understand? I had to go after it. Otherwise, it, it, it wouldn't, I'd have never got anywhere. 1632, he that is slow to anger is better than the mighty, and he that rules his spirit than he that takes his city. In other words, if you can run yourself, you are bad. To rule your own spirit. Now, I'm not trying to, but you can tell by my temperament. I I, I mean, I would not be good without Jesus. I know, I know me. (laughs) Jesus interrupted a lot of bad things in my life and the lives of the other people that were going to be around me. That's why strong personalities, you you always got to pray they get saved because if they're not aimed right, they damage everybody. Anybody with me? You know. Jesus changes everything. He deals with your sin and your generational curses. You know, we have kind of have a counterfeit Christianity. And, And one of the evidences of counterfeit Christianity is when you can attend church, be in the glory and in the praise and worship, but you never change. That's a counterfeit Christianity. Because the God I know, he wants to get into every single area of your life and clean it up, and he won't leave anything alone. If you can go to church for decades and never change inside, you have a Christianity that... What's happened really is... The church didn't want to change, so they brought the world into the church and tried to make the church like the world so they could feel comfortable because everybody wants to live in both worlds. They want to commit adultery, but they want to be married. They want the money, but they don't want to tithe. They want to be kind. They want people to treat them good, but they don't sow goodness. They want, everybody wants to go to heaven, but nobody wants to die. We brought the world into the church so we'd be comfortable. But really, we were supposed to live close to God and go out there and transform it. But instead, we brought it in here, and we can live with sin and be comfortable. To me, that's a counterfeit Christianity. And, and we've tried to embrace everything, make everybody feel good about everything, and all it has done is erode the foundation of the ground and pillar of truth which is what the church is supposed to be those of you who are Bible readers know what I just said we're supposed to be the ground and pillar of truth our doctrine is supposed to be extremely clear and extremely good how many fights are in with, have you ever won by compromise I can't think of one I can't think of one Oh, I'll share my girlfriend a little bit. It's probably all right. Is that right? What kind of brain is that? I mean, if you, I'm making it in something plain, you know. Right. Well, I can tell you, I ain't sharing. <laughs> just let you know, I'll come after you, okay? I'm, I believe in the absolutes, you know. Oh, I can just take these few things to work. Nobody will notice. Yeah, they will. God saw it. Don't worry about them people. They're not the problem. God saw it. I can look at this. I can do that. God saw it. We have a Christianity that's false because we're not letting God into the compartments of our generational curses so he can clean out the demonic temptation that could keep us out of heaven. Now, if you want to talk about absolutes, you offend everybody. But the Bible says that if the teachers and preachers don't talk about absolutes... All their blood's going to be on their hands. I'd be, don't laugh at me. I'd be better off to have you shoot me in the head when I was done preaching than I ever would not tell you the truth. At least I'd get through the day doing right. You probably think I'm crazy, but I'm telling you, if you're going to be a real preacher and a real man of God, you are going to have to say what needs said, and if they kill you at the end of the church service, that's just the way it's going to be. But if you're going to let them stay in their sins and not do nothing, God told that blood is on your hands, baby. I'm going to hold you accountable for their sins. Now you realize if the preacher doesn't say what needs said, the sins, he is going to be punished with the people who did the sin. That's a big responsibility. How would you like to spend most of your life telling everybody what they don't want to hear? True or not? You have to, whether, you, whether, you, whether you've had a bad day, whether you fought with your wife, whether your kids are getting on your nerves, whether you don't have any money yourself, it's all irrelevant. You have to do what's right because that's what the Bible says. I don't want to be held accountable for your sins. I, I'm, I'm, I want to make sure I get in. <laughs> and nobody's laughing. But hey, you know, I want to make sure I go. Just because you're a preacher don't mean you get to go to heaven. There's lots of preachers over at Kennedy Center all the time. There is. There's accountants, Amish people, preachers, everybody. Lots of people go to jail. It doesn't matter. What, what, you break the law, you go to jail. The biggest lie you can believe is I'm okay. It's I'm in process and God is going through my life one room at a time. He has taken the scrubber and a vacuum in every door, and I'm sure he's not done yet but I'm going to be satisfied because I trust him and I'm going to let him scrub me clean. I think God is so righteous and so just that if you die in the middle of a scrubbing, but you're letting him scrub, you're going to heaven and be in glory forever. But if you are deliberately disobeying, deliberately being defiant, and doing what you want to do, I don't believe in once saved, always saved. I think the church is in a very perilous place. Because it's brought the world in and it has a false sense of security that it's okay to do what the world does. See, when I got born again, I remember reading these scriptures and they used to scare me. I said this earlier. One of them was, uh, no man who loves his father or mother more than me. Well, I was freshly born again and I, was, I loved my dad. And I thought, I'm, I'm, I'm God saved and I'm filled with the Holy Ghost. And my dad's Catholic, and he's not going to understand anything that I'm doing. He's going to think I walked away from religion. And I was petrified as a young man that I was going to have conflict with my father. Well, he died shortly thereafter, and I'm not saying God killed him, but I never had that conflict. And you probably think that's crazy, but I'm kind of glad because I didn't want to go through that one. How many of you had battles you didn't want to have? Thank you for your honesty. I like to tell you I was brave and want to go through them all, but that one was too big for me because my father had a big voice in my life. So anyway, and the other one was no man uh, who doesn't take up the cross and follow me is fit to be my disciple. Now, see, when I first got born again, I had a vivid image of that cross because I grew up Catholic and there was a crucifix in every room in our house because they believed in protection. Okay, and that cross looked very, very intimidating to me. As a child, I would look at that cross and see them nails and feet. And I said this to you a few years back. I remember saying this as a little boy. Probably that time. I said, whatever he did, I don't want to do that because I don't ever want that to happen to me. That looks horrible. It scared me as a kid to think somebody could do that to another human. But, you know, when you're six, seven, eight years old, you don't know about war. You don't know about rape. You don't know about famine. You don't know about anything. I was measuring my vision of that in my safe little world i didn't understand it until i got old enough to know what really happens to understand what really happened and why that cross is so important the cross is my friend now it's where i go when i don't know what to do it's where i go when i don't say god i don't understand help me it's the one that says you got to die to what you want so somebody else can get what they need, which is God. You can't have both worlds, I'm telling you this morning. He says you will love one and hate the other. The world has crept into the church so we could be comfortable because we rejected the truth of the cross so the devil fashioned another plan. Anytime you reject the truth, the devil fashions another thing for. you. He always has something for you. Did it started right here? Did God not to say to eat of every tree in the garden? God's too harsh for you. That can't be true. That's too hard to keep. Well, look, my dad husband, my my uncle's, my dad, they'll love me. They'll hate me, and what if I follow Jesus? I won't have no money. He wants the tithe, and and if I, if I if I doesn't matter. You can't love anybody else more than you love God. You can't love money more than you love God. You can't love your own comfort more than you love God. God wants it all. Every bit of it. He says, "Whoever." loses his life for my sake and the gospel shall find it. Do you know why we have an aimless generation? They never died. They never died. They want what they want and they're willing to take it if you don't give it to them. There was no death to the old man so all the unsaved, unregenerated people are running around demanding rights because they're still alive. The cross was designed to kill them so that when they rejected Christianity, they rejected the death and then they rejected the purpose, their cause. Their purpose now is to please themselves. Now that spirit is what got in the church where people can do both things at the same time and think they're okay. Well, the worst thing you could say is I'm okay or I'm not like that. God's in your stuff today.
0: Thank you for listening to this edition of MFC Worldwide. We pray that this anointed message has been a blessing to your life. In the book of John chapter 14 and verse 6, God's Word says that Jesus Christ is the way, the truth, and the life, and that no one comes unto God the Father in any other manner than through accepting, believing, and confessing that the shed blood of Jesus has cleansed them of their sins and that he truly is the risen Savior and Lord of their life. For more information on the gospel message of Jesus Christ, you can visit our website at mfcministries.net. Here is where you can find MFC Ministries services with Apostle Joe Perosic and Pastor Rena Perosich. Our service times are Sunday at 9 a.m. Eastern Time and Wednesday at 7 p.m. Eastern. On our website, you can also view archived messages and you can listen to audio of past radio shows and sermons. You can also view our television show, Believe Right, by visiting believeright.tv. Don't forget, you can email your prayer requests or questions that you might have for Apostle Joe or Pastorina to media at mfcministries.net that email address once again is media at mfcministries.net and join us again next week here on this station at this time for another message from god's word with apostle joe Perosic and mfc ministries on mfc worldwide